everyone that's ever lived on this planet is still here if they're not in the presence of God. They're in a place called Sheol, Hades. In Hebrew, the pit. Everyone is conscious. They're still alive. Everybody that's ever lived, their spirits are incarcerated there, except for the redeemed who, at the cross, were taken out of the grave and taken to the presence of the Lord. But look what else is down there, this pit, this bottomless pit. And verse 2, he opened the bottomless pit, smoke arose out of the pit like the smoke of a great furnace, and the sun and the air were darkened because of the smoke, and out of the smoke locusts came on the earth. Oh, what, what is going on? Well, let's do a quick um, study of Jesus and the angels of doom. That's what I call these things. And let's, let's study angels, okay? This is angelology. You'll probably cover this in theology proper, whoever's teaching that, uh, probably Dr. Davis, but I'll just give you a quick key on it. God created all the angels. He created them uh, as a part of creation week uh, because it says the angels rejoice when he was laying the foundations of the earth. So they were there and they were singing, Job tells us. Two-thirds obey and serve him, one-third rebelled. Some are here in this prison, and there are other prisons. This is just one. There is another prison that's called Tartarus, and those angels are actually chained, and they're never allowed out. This is another prison, and they're allowed out. Most of them are not in prison. Most of them are the, the demons, the fallen angels are very active. Okay, let's, let's look at these angels. I call this a preview of hell. There's a shaft leading downward. It's unlocked, and in the infernal smoke of the pit will blow out of the darkness, unleashing a pent-up fury that's a taste of hell. You know, there's a lot of things about hell, and, and uh, I didn't read all of it yesterday, but one thing that the Bible describes about hell is that it is a bottomless pit. Hell is a perpetual falling and never hitting the bottom. That's what a bottomless pit is. It's also the blackness of darkness. Hell, endless tumbling down, inky black, but then it says in the book of Jude, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. There is going to be a dark fire. And, and have you ever burned yourself? It, it, it's the initial searing pain, and then it almost gets worse. It just hurts, you know, and you have to put aloe on it, and, you know, and put medicine on it. And boy, you get near hot water, and, ah, or, or someone touches you, and it... Can you imagine being in conscious? You can feel it. Endless fire, darkness, and falling. You know, most, most people, when they... Nobody's in hell, by the way, right now. It's reserved for the devil and his angels. And at the great white throne, every person is going to come one by one. The Lord's going to show them all the opportunities they had to receive Christ that they rejected. Remember, three trillion video clips. Everything you're seeing, hearing, and feeling is going with you. And the Lord just plays it back and shows all the times they mocked, you know, they heard Billy Graham, someone gave him a track, you know, they went to some Word of Life concert and had an invitation at the end, they went, Pfft, until finally they didn't even pay attention. The Lord will show them all that and every sin they've ever committed. Do you know what Ezekiel says? Remember I told you Ezekiel is a great book? Ezekiel said 
people are under an avalanche of sin. It says their sins are burying them. And so what makes people go to hell? Not, not hearing of Jesus. Their sins do. God will forever pour out his fury of his wrath against every sin that's ever been committed. And either that wrath was once and for all poured out on Christ on the cross because my sins were on him, God treated him like he committed them, or I'm going to pay the price for him forever. So to get a little taste of what hell's like, the Lord uses the fearsome symbol of the locust. Now to most of you, locusts, grasshoppers, what are those? You know, you just step on them. You've never seen a locust plague. In Australia and in Africa, the skies darken, and it's like eight at night because there are such thick layers of locusts, and they come overhead, and it scares the people to death, and they land. Watch Planet Earth or a National Geographic movie you know, on YouTube after you learn your verses and read your Bible and pray. Then watch YouTube. But... The locusts come and they just eat everything. They'll even eat the bark off the tree. They eat everything. They eat everything sticking out of the ground. There is nothing, no vegetation left. And then they just move on. And they're, they're just billions of them flying together. The sound of them is just unnerving. So the Lord uses that. Now, let's talk about these locusts because these locusts are fallen angels. These are demons that are held in this pit. These are demonic creatures under Satan's domain. Every angel we read about in God's word has power that exceeds anything we can humanly understand as possible by the laws of the physical world. Uh, basically this, God is absolutely all-powerfully greater than everything that is anywhere. In fact, God is greater than the sum of everything he made. That's why I love to go to the Creation Museum in Kentucky, you know, Ken Ham's place, sit in that planetarium and watch that session about how big the universe is. And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm singing in my heart, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art. Because God is greater than the sum of everything he made, including these creatures. He is absolutely all-powerfully greater and the book of Acts, chapter 17, says, do you know where God is right now? He's within an arm's reach. That's how close he is. God, see, I can reach right to the end of this pulpit. God is this close to every person alive on this planet right now. Acts 17, Paul, that's how Paul evangelized. He said, God is close to every one of you here on Mars Hill. He's within an arm's reach, and this is what he said, that you might grope after him. Grope means you reach out and at the end of your fingertips you touch something. You're groping. You're, you're just able to touch it. God is within arm's reach of everybody. That's why at the great white throne he's going to show all of them how he over and over offered salvation to them. And that's why it says in Joel, whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So God is very powerful. 